Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We did get some news today. Not surprising at all, but the Magic have chosen to waive RJ Hampton. So he'll be uh, eligible to be picked up by... Another NBA team within the next couple of days. Interested to see where he ends up. Wish him the best. Yeah, it's a shame. Definitely thought he was a big piece of the rebuild after you send Aaron Gordon out the door, who's now a stud. Uh, And, I mean, they got the future first round. They got Gary Harris, who's a starter and serviceable. Sometimes you just got to cut bait because uh, other guys need to develop, like a Jalen Suggs. Yeah, I mean, even Kavon Harris is another guy that... Is competition for minutes for a guy like R.J. Hampton. But I thought R.J. gave the Magic some good minutes this he year. He did. He tried, and you know he just couldn't really carve out the niche for the team. I think he had more overall game than someone like a Kavon Harris, but Kavon specifically is here to do exactly what they need him to do. I mean, he, it's not like he gets tons of minutes, but yeah, for what they needed R.J. to do, just wasn't able to do it consistently enough. You hope that he can find another place just to be able to get the amount of minutes to develop. You know, I mean, the G League, maybe that's where he ends up for a while. But yeah. he's certainly fast. He's pretty rangy, and he th- was very accurate with the three-point ball when when he had open looks. I would think if he lands with a G League team, then we looking back, the Magic should have just kept him on the on the G League squad. I right. hope that he lands on an NBA roster. Is what I'm saying. I'm pumped for the rest of the Magic season. We start back up on Thursday. Curious to see how this team plays down the stretch. We love watching Magic basketball. and Whatever they pull off is really just a setup for next year and the years to come. I think we have a pretty good idea of what this team excels in, what their strengths are, what they need to get better at, like shooting. I saw an article from John Hollinger of The Athletic, and I think he did a good job stating what Tazi and I talk about all the time, just in a maybe a more credible, non-biased perspective. Here's a snippet of the article that I read today. He says, right now we're all hungover from whatever that All-Star game was, and Mac McClung dunks. And in another week, we're going to be all about assorted battles in the stretch run. But before we start back up, I want to point out another story to keep your eye on over the final two months of the season, the rising O's in each conference. They don't matter yet, but by this time next year, Orlando and Oklahoma City are likely to be significant forces. He then wraps up the article by saying, don't lose sight of the Magic and the Thunder in the stretch run. Regardless of where they stand in the playoff race, you'd be hard-pressed to name two teams more obviously poised for a breakout next season. I love that. Next. No, yeah, John Hollinger loves to evaluate kind of what's not being seen, right? Like, wasn't he the guy who brought analytics to the Memphis Grizzly front office at first, and and he's since left the organization? I think he invented uh, player efficiency rating. Yeah, the Hollinger rating, something of that, and ESPN uses it. So he's keyed in, although I think he was trying to get the Magic to draft Jabari Smith, so it's like, I don't know, he lost some (laughs) credibility in my eyes with with those takes, but... um, 
Yeah, I mean, and a lot of people had that take. A lot of credible basketball people had that take, too. And how's that working out? It's kind of obvious now that the Magic made the right decision. Yeah. But, yeah, he's, I mean, it's pretty obvious, too. And you don't almost even need analytics to know. I mean, you see what Shea Gilgis-Alexander is doing. Some of these other, you know, Jalen Williams, one of the two at least. And then getting Chet back is going to be pretty exceptional and be interesting to see what he does in his rookie season next year. And we all know what's going on with the Magic. It's just a little too late for this season, it seems. But going into next year, there's no reason to believe that they shouldn't be like a 500 team. That's sort of the floor expectation, I think, going into next year. Which is where I think it is at least appropriate to ask this question, even though we know that we're getting way ahead of ourselves, when you're able to take the big-picture approach and not so focused on the ins and outs and game-by-game of this season, what this year looks like, how soon is too soon to talk about this team being a real legitimate threat in the East? Because I think it's coming up closer than we realize, even though it feels so far away. It's probably not next year, but the year after. Yeah. But the fact that it's even that close means next year we might legitimately be having those conversations about the Magic as one of the good teams in the Eastern Conference. Especially if they like get out to a good start or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, the Celtics, it seems like they're pretty much going to be good to go for a long time. The Bucks, as long as they have Giannis, big-time power. The Sixers, as long as Embiid's healthy, big-time power. The Cavs, they seem pretty set up. So after those first four teams, that's where you know the Heat, you just figure Heat culture, they're going to be in and around that all the time. And then... Some of these lower teams could also make the jump, especially whoever gets Wembenyama or Scoot or who has a you know makes a few off-season tweaks. So there's always going to be teams to battle with, but you know the steps to becoming like a perennial power or at least a threat, at least let's get the feet wet, let's get in a playoff situation, let's see who rises and falls in the occasion, and then you make you know kind of tweaks based off of that. So that's where I would love to kind of cut in a year early and just see what we do in the, in a play-in situation and then try and nail down that first-round series yeah. just to get that experience right away. Um, be ashamed to not get that this year. And that's another thing. I mean, without making this a Paolo segment, you know, Paolo's best basketball happened in the NCAA tournament last year. You look at this season, I feel like his best games, with the exception of the LeBron-Laker game, always happens against like the big time teams. He he doesn't shy away from that. Yeah. In fact he raises his game. So. He gets up for it. Yeah. So I just love to be able to see what this team looks like in like a nationally televised elimination type game and then next year we ride. But really next year is gonna be when we get that test, I think. And sometimes what we see is that teams turn corners a year before we expect them to. And the magic next year have an opportunity to turn the corner way faster. Sometimes we see this in sports all the time where a team just makes a monumental leap. Not all growth in in life is gradual. Sometimes you go from first base to third base. Yeah. And I'm curious to see next year, I think the Magic will be a real candidate to take that monumental leap because of how how much upside there is on that roster. And the chemistry. Like, compared to what it looked like to start the season, preseason, first 25 games, 5-20 and 20 reference, uh, what it looked we like had then, to fit it in. Had to fit it in. What it now looks like, where everything's kind of on a, on a string, and that's what, when other good teams would come into Amway Center during that 5-20 and 20 stretch, it's like, man, 
these teams really know what they're doing. Well, the Magic, in their version, they're starting to know exactly whose role what is, feeding the ball to the right guy, ball moving side to side. Like, going into next season with them already knowing their identity, knowing who does what, that's... I'm not going to say half the battle because talent and star power is huge in the NBA, but you got that chemistry with the right pieces. We ride. I think the answer could be next year. Talk to me in the off season as we build up to next year. I'm sure that we'll get ourselves all amped up, but I think the answer to not championship, but a real legitimate threat to to make noise in the playoffs and to get far in the postseason, Atlanta got to the conference finals a couple of years ago. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Right. So this stuff does happen. I mean, yeah, Trey Young kind of took over, and when you got a guy who could get loose and knock down threes, it's crazy. Trey Young didn't even make the All Star team this year. Not that I'm the biggest Trey Young fan, but it's a little bit of a drop off. Yeah, but at any rate, I mean, do the Magic have that type of one player that can take over a tournament style? Not necessarily, but they have a bunch of guys who know how to play together and who are. The confidence is just increasing. And this is a team that went three and one against the Celtics this year. Still to come, Tazi's take and more in the zone returns after this. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.